Okay, you have arrived for the very first episode of the Anything But Calm podcast, and I'm so excited that you're here. So I thought it just made sense that for my first episode, I tell you a little bit about my story. How did I get from burned out HR director to women's empowerment coach and being on a podcast and doing all of these things? So in order to tell you my story, I first want to tell you something about my personality. I am a self-proclaimed thrill seeker. Yes, it's true. And so when you hear this, when you hear thrill seeker, you're probably conjuring images of, I don't know, skydiving, base jumping, rappelling off of skyscrapers, I don't know, like uh, swimming with sharks, these types of things, right? I don't know. And I'm not saying I would never do those things. I'm just saying that as of my my life to date, I have I have never done those things. So um, that's not my particular brand of thrill seeking, but I, I I will tell you what my particular brand is. So before I tell you, though, I want to give a fair trigger warning. If you identify as someone who is highly organized, a Type A personality, this is your warning, your first warning to hold on to your chair, take a big deep breath. If you've got someone around you, embrace them, you know, as long as you have consent, um, you know, just keep breathing because this might get a little rough. So let me just tell you that as of the recording of this particular episode, I have over 130,000 unread emails among my accounts. Oh my gosh, 130,000 unread emails. Okay, I know that was rough. So keep breathing with me. I know for people, you know, who have a problem with, you know, seeing that red notification on their phone, um, you know, that this might be a struggle. But, you know, there's kind of something juicy and interesting about, you know, what's in there? What little gold nuggets of information could be buried in there. Just the thrill of sifting through all of the spam to find that one note, that one email that I'm looking for. Isn't that just satisfying? You know, and I've never really understood the zero unread emails in the inbox type people. You know, I'm trying, you know, I, I delete some every now and then, but you know, I just don't get it. I don't get the zero, zero inbox. Okay. So that, that we, we got through that one. Let me give you another example of my thrill-seeking behavior. So when I have my browser open, I use, I have a Mac, so I have Safari. When you open Safari, or maybe I use Chrome, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I have all, I have no less than probably 20 to 30 tabs open. You know, because so I can bounce at any given moment. I can bounce from my email to my spreadsheets to, you know, uh, Google Docs to um, a Google search that I started two weeks ago about, you know, what a derecho is. Um, It could be a, uh, you know, it could be anything. It could be my LinkedIn, my social accounts. Um, It could be my website editor. All of these things open just so I can skip around from project to project at a moment's notice, right? (sighs) Yes, breathing, breathing, breathing. 
So the last one, and I'm not going to keep this this intensity going. I'm just going to give you one more example. I think that there is nothing more thrilling, nothing more exciting than driving around with that that amber light glowing on my dash that's reminding me that my gas tank is getting low. Oh, isn't that exciting? And then it turns red after so long. Oh my gosh. You know, most people see that sign come up and they think, okay, head to the gas station, time to fill up. Not me. I'm like, challenge accepted. Let's see how long this baby can go. So I know, I know you might be saying, you know, Rebecca, why are you doing this to yourself? Well, this adrenaline rush from living on the edge in these ways is also the same way that I burned out in my career. You know, a few months ago, I found a selfie that I took right in the height of my burnout. And who knows why we take a selfie? Who knows why I took that one? I'm sure it was to share share it with somebody because I didn't see it on any of my social media until, you know, started my business. But I didn't see in my eyes at the time just how burned out I was. I can see it now. When I look at this picture, it transports me right back to the exhaustion and the disconnection from just trying to live my life. You know, at the time I'd found myself climbing the the corporate ladder. I was really, really good at what I did. I was making more money than I'd ever made. And I was finally feeling like I was making a difference in my company and, and financially at my home. And on the outside, I had my proverbial shit together. But what you couldn't see was me sitting on the back porch of my home every night three bourbons in, sucking down a cigarette, trying to figure out whether I just need to learn to do life better somehow, some way, or if I should just end this all together. It was rough. I found myself taking on every task and project thrown my way. I was obsessed with the critics. I was trying to make all of them happy, including the critic in my own brain. I was accepting everything in my inbox that I can to fill up my plate so that I can validate just how needed I am. I was making every task, project, responsibility a top priority. I was keeping the tabs open and running at all times. I was staying on the quote unquote clock after hours, thinking about work long after I closed my laptop for the day. You know, I was constantly on thinking about meal planning, arranging gifts for teacher appreciation week, spouse well-being, my social calendars, you know, uh, you know, in addition to all of the work stuff and the list just keeps going on and on and on. Until one time or, you know, over a period of time, I finally was just like enough. I've got to get off this roller coaster here. So I had the privilege and the opportunity to be able to walk away and take a respite. And, and you know, I walked away from this day-to-day routine that was just no longer serving me. And it was when I took that pause and I started facing what got me there and doing the work that I needed to do to unlearn, you know, my people-pleasing and what contributes to my imposter syndrome and to shed the layers of corporate trauma it was then that I I could look around and I could see 
all of the women around me who also shared that burnout glaze in their eyes. And I knew that I felt alone when I was in it. When I was in that burnout place, I thought it was just me. It was just me. I'm the one who, who can't handle this. Maybe I'm just built different. And I don't want other women to feel that way because it's not true. That's that's something that the inner critic tells us or our ego tells us. It's just you, sister. You're, you don't know what you're doing. You can't handle this. Everyone else has got their stuff together. And it's not true. It's not true. Everyone's a mess. But this is why it's so important that I share my story and for you to share yours. Women really thrive in quality communities. So... Um, you know, at the time I just felt like I was in a movie theater audience and I was watching my life pass me by on the screen and I was sick of it. I yearned to be an active participant and, and do the things I was put on this earth to do. So here's the thing that happens when we start stepping into a reality that's more aligned with a direction towards our desires and gifts, as opposed to adhering to the shoulds and the have tos, right? We experience a series of ruptures. That's that's one thing I, I want you to understand is since I started my healing journey, I've faced many ruptures that have forced me to face my relationship with money, my marriage, my parenting style, my health, several things. And I'm sure I'm going to be sharing about these ruptures or these struggles more in future episodes, but I think it's important to be transparent about these things that come up. And you might even be listening to this and saying, look, I I want to make a change too, but you're telling me that I'm going to have to face more struggles. And no, that's not, not exactly what I'm telling you. I'm telling you that when you start naming and claiming your desires and moving in the right direction, Everything that no longer serves you and is keeping you stuck in the comfort zone will fall away. It's building a stronger, better you to be able to handle the seat that you eventually want to be in. I will tell you, if you plucked out, you know, the the Rebecca who was fresh out of corporate America and was working on her healing, if you had plucked that that Rebecca out and put her right into the situation where I am right now, I will tell you, I would self-implode. There's no way that version of me could handle where I am right now. Everything that has happened between that point and now has given me the capability and the ability to do what I'm doing now. And so that's, that's the gratitude zone. I have to be grateful for all of these ruptures and all of the healing because that's what got me to where I am now. That also builds a more positive and loving relationship with past versions of ourself too, because they're doing what they need to do to survive and thrive so that we can survive and thrive. Okay. So that was a little tangential there, but let me, let me wrap this episode up by saying When you examine your day-to-day life, be thinking about the messages that you let in, whether they're external or internal. Be mindful of the tabs that you're keeping open in your brain and how you're filling your tank. Because lady, it is a well-worn neural pathway to pour from an empty cup. This is something that you learned how to do and you've probably been really great at it. But this well-worn pathway that has gotten you here to where you are now will not get you where you need to go. 
So I want you to remember this. If you remember nothing else, remember you were not put on this earth to live a mediocre and burned out life. Do you ever find yourself at work or maybe even at home thinking, is this all there is? You might have that gnawing feeling that you are meant for so much more, but you just don't know how to pursue the amazing life you know you were meant to live. Letting go, taking a leap, and moving on from the BS that no longer serves you can be scary AF, but you don't have to do it alone. Rebecca Simmons Coaching supports professional women in pursuit of healing their career burnout so that they can take their careers to the next level. Rebecca's process will help you kick the glass ceiling of your own insecurity and find self-approval to begin manifesting the life and career of your dreams. Set up your free career confidence consultation today at RebeccaSimmonsCoaching.com.